Welcome everyone. My name's Brett Foote from Wisconsin, the North American Clarets Burnley supporter. You just got beat by company's big bald head. You're now listening to the DU Football Show. Well, I mean, it wasn't a victory, but at least it was a draw and finally some points on the board for the old uh, Claret and Blue. What, my Claret and Blue? No, oh, we his Claret and Blue. Oh, we're the OG Claret and Blue, and they know it. Well, I mean, maybe one day they'll fuck. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Grammy. Gets everyone every single time that Abby uh, coaster. It's the best. It really is it's the best. Solid. Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two, well, three common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, uh, my co-host, Mr. Graham, is on paternity leave, but we uh, have two fantastic co-hosts this week. First, the drippiest fucker on the planet, Alan. How you doing, brother? I'm good, baby. Love to see you again. This time you see me in person. And I am. I'm soberer. Yeah, for now. <laughs> much, much more than I was <laughs> that night. I don't recall saying goodnight to you. Uh, yeah, I would expect you not to. <laughs> <laughs> Then, possibly the smoothest top pipes in the business, next to, of course, my brother next to me, uh, one half of the Naptown Blues fan cast, Hiram. How you doing, brother? I'm 23 dead, but still alive. (laughs) (laughs) He's already learning the status of grown-ass man. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, as always, Mel on the ones and twos. How we doing, Mel? I'm good. We've already got some chatter in the chats, Uh and uh, Christian... Hiram and Alan swoon. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, no, Christian, we denied him a show last That's week. That's why I said so. we had to go live. Yeah, exactly. For the children, son. You know? For <laughs> the children. For the children, exactly. Just like the woo. <laughs> hey, Naptown Blues ain't nothing to crab with, baby. Fuck you. Uh, we are recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can find us wherever you get your pod. And, of course, we are streaming every single Monday night. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Alan, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Oh, you can always find us on all your favorite social media sites. It's, it's Rumble, Telegram, uh, <laughs> all of the good conservative Grindr, ones. Tinder. Yeah, Grindr, <laughs> Tinder, any of those at DU Football show follow us there and of course for your email and pleasures send us some emails dufootballshow at gmail.com very good so i work in the wine and spirit industry but fuck it we all drinking tonight and uh we all have a very deep passionate love for distilled spirits so as the red-blooded americans we are we've got to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show Hiram, just like on uh, the Naptown Blues fan cast, what are we drinking tonight? We are drinking some Old Fitzgerald. It is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, uh, bottled in bond, also a unicorn <laughs> bottle, according to mm-hmm. what my host here has mentioned before. <laughs> uh, this is from the fall 2021 collection, but it's also 11 years age as well, too. Very good. So what we mean by unicorn bottles, it's very popular bottles from very popular distilleries that are limited releases. And they're just fucking impossible to get. So, and when you do get them, they are typically 
well over market value. This should run you about 115 to 125 on the shelf. Uh, I got it at friend prices at 175. I typically see it somewhere between 250 and 300. I probably would not have bought this bottle if it wasn't for the fact that it was on two years ago, the 2021 uh, Whiskey Advocate top 20 list. So that's why we ended up buying it. A lot of times for people like Sam and myself, we we know enough people who have it. If we want to try it, we can try it, right. you know, and normally we can try it sans expense. A few things for you to know, Hiram, just so you read all these things and you're like, what the fuck does all this mean? They like me. Bottle and bond is a government statement. So like how there is USDA prime, it sets a certain level of quality. So in the whiskey world, what bottle and bond means is that it is a minimum of four years old and it is a minimum of 100 proof. And the government stamped it and officially knows exactly that that is certified bottle and bond. Gotcha. So just a extra level of quality. So you can even find inexpensive bottle and bonds that are like, you know, $20, $30 a bottle. But with those, they are a minimum of four years old. And mm. you know that every time. And it's going to be a minimum of 100 proof. You know that. You pick up that bottle, you see BIB, bottle and bond. That's what it fucking means. Gotcha. And <clears throat> it's just old school fucking bourbon, man. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> just old school bourbon. It's good as shit. It's, it's very delicious. Really very smooth. Yeah. And uh, you boys are lucky enough to be experienced what we like to call bottle killer nights. So this is one of those ones. Yeah, not once more. <laughs> <laughs> the, as you all famously know, look over your shoulder. There is a fuck ton of alcohol in my uh, closet, including a fuck ton of whiskey. <laughs> and what will happen is, is you tend to have a lot of open bottles. Mm. And then you start to look around. And you're like, I'm running out of room. And I see a bunch of fucking open bottles. So like tonight I was gonna open something new for you guys, but I was like, nah, fuck it. We're gonna we're gonna do some bottle killing tonight. So oh, we've yeah, got brother. this one. And if we finish these for the um <clears throat> EFL show, got another one also that's one of those kind of unicorn hard to get bottles as well. So lovely. And uh Hiram, what do we always have to do when we drink? Ladies and gentlemen, please drink responsibly. Very good. Let's get into it. Here. I think you say it way better than Graham does, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say everything better than Graham. Let's be real. That's yes, fair. very good. <laughs> facts. <laughs> Nothing. Just listen to do you spitting facts. Just I, Graham, stay away. We don't need you. You'll be all right. I would still love you best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we start with two clubs at the top of the table who both found themselves down at the half only to score three in the second to secure victory. Liverpool three, Wolverhampton one, Manchester City three, West Ham one. Um, only mistake the Wolves made was not taking advantage of their opportunities in the first half. Yeah. They were far and away the better side. They outplayed Liverpool in the first half, no doubt about it. I genuinely didn't expect like Liverpool to falter as quick as they did in the first half. Mm -hmm. Let alone let them like their midfield of course didn't seem like it was that structured. It's all of course uh attack based as they probably mm -hmm. have been this whole season so far. But at the same time, like you said, Wolverhampton's pretty much been dismantling them the whole first half and then we all know what happened in the second half. Acuna should have put that one away. The one that he jumped up in the air a little bit too high for and ended up kinda hitting off of his thigh. I don't think he was expecting the ball to come in where it came in at, but that should have been too. Yeah. That should have definitely been two. Yeah, I mean, big big mixed chances, like you said. And then I'm just I'm still a little unconvinced on Liverpool. Uh, honestly, I mean, they're they're grinding out results, yeah. obviously, but 
they've been beaten in most of these games that I've watched them in. They just find a way to win. Mm-hmm. So that, that Chelsea draw, I think Chelsea was probably the better side. I mean, it's yeah. the, the only time this year that we can say that say, about Chelsea. Rare, rare uh, well, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the other interesting one is, you know, so far, McAllister's filled in the role that he doesn't normally play very well. Mm-hmm. This time he didn't for Klopp, and Klopp had to make that change yep. at halftime. And fortunately, there's depth because they yeah. got a lot of midfielders. But mm-hmm. like you said, Alan, that was not a convincing performance from that midfield in the first half. Correct. That's uh, I mean that's been the problem area right for what one well, season or two now. Well, let's call it that. And, yeah, yeah, probably. And it still seems to be the issue. I mean, obviously the talent's there. I think McAllister's great. I think I, I sung mm-hmm. Slobosly or whatever his yeah. fucking name is. Uh, his praises they're great individual talents but it's figuring it out i think they're just they're lucky they have the firepower up front that they have or Mm -hmm. else they'd be in a real big problem right right and uh that was the one thing uh you look at the scoreline i gotta say the scoreline does not justify what this game really was because it was a couple of late ones there for uh for liverpool for the victory yeah because it was like what the last two goals within like the 70th minute after something like that Mm -hmm. yeah i'm pretty sure i mean I think even second might have come in like the 80th, almost or 78th or something like that. So it was late. And then they get a scrap, you know, scrap heap goal at the end. Yeah. So uh, moving on to City and West Ham, uh, James Ward-Prowse doing it from not a set piece. Look at that white boy doing a diving (laughs) header. (laughs) Be like, no, 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 man. You're supposed to like take corners and shit. What the hell are you doing doing diving headers? And uh, the other thing worth mentioning Paul motherfucking Ariola uh, to steal something from my team. Get the rave on, son. Mm-hmm. That kid was on fire in the net in the first yeah. half. Crazy. Uh, <clears throat> and I, I think when I watched that header, I screamed. And I, I'm an American. I'm an American <laughs> outlaw. I am not. I don't give a shit about the three lines whatsoever. Right. But how is he not in the English side? Mm, it is. Not. I know this is not that show, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, this guy needs to get into that side immediately. It's, it's Bellingham. It's Rice. It's uh, still even um, Phillips with a mount. But even Phillips is on the bench still for them, at, yeah. uh, uh, and he's but, not even playing at all at City. What what, you, what are you carrying Phillips for? Put this fucking <laughs> on the guy on the bench if you want to. Like it's I, ridiculous. Well, I mean, especially just when I mean, it is same opinion like when they had. Um, Leighton Baines on the team in the Euros and they lost to Iceland in the penalties and they didn't, they brought Leighton Baines on, but then didn't have him take a penalty take kick. A penalty. And I'm like, you understand what he does, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, why, why not have James Ward Prowse on your bench just so that if you're down by one late in a match and your guys find a way to get a foul? If it's not a direct free kick that he puts in the back of the net, yeah. it's a corner that's perfectly placed where it's an, where it's a long ball that's be, like just put him out there. Mm-hmm. He's gonna put the ball in front of the net, and then you let Harry Kane do what Harry Kane does, yeah. right? Like or fuck, even you if you're gonna carry fucking Harry Maguire and stick him on to ruin things for you, at least give him the guy who can serve him up a donut. Right. You know what I mean? And have him plug one in. But yeah, it's that's just crazy to me. And weird enough for David Moyes, this shit's been working, man. He's like yeah. every it's it's old school Everton Moiseola fucking bowler. It really it's is. just like, fine, you can have all the possession. Fuck you. We're gonna make your life living hell. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna get one past us. And and really, until Pep made those adjustments in the second half, it really didn't look like City was gonna find a way in. Now once they did over yeah, then, yeah, then it's open 
And uh, Doku, um, obviously, I brought him up on the transfer recap. I definitely know I said his name. No, I didn't. Yeah. Not at all. Nope. <laughs> don't, don't, recall, one don't recall that one. <laughs> Sneaky under the fucking radar summer oh, siding, wow. man. I mean, that's one of those guys. Like, he's already got two goals on the season. You're kind of like, where did he? Why wasn't anybody else bidding for him? Mm-hmm. How, like, it might be another one of those just like, I'm going to City or I'm going nowhere. Like, yeah. like Erling Holland. Like, there was, he was going to fucking City. Yeah. That's the only place he was going to go to. I think yeah. that's the reason why I was so under the radar is because you also look at how much attacking depth they have over at City from Foden, Holland, uh, Grealish, Silva. But yeah. even still, having that extra talent, but having his pace, Doku's pace on that outside, especially for someone who's as attack-minded and can really beat you on the counterattack alongside with Holland. Like, mm-hmm. I heard I heard this on another show. Someone said, like, having Doku and Holland on that counterattack is probably the most deadliest attack you can have in the Prem at yeah. all. Yeah, Holland, Holland should not be as fast for as giant Hell and goofy no. and white as he is. Absolutely not. He should not be that fucking fast. Yeah, he should at least be some kind of brown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. Because he's the whitest of white. He's Norwegian, yeah, man. He's, he's, he's a like, Viking. He, he makes us white people go, damn, that that boy white. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, I think that Doko's huge. I think you're right. I think it was maybe one of those, like, he's only going there. Yeah. And I think what it does in this whole conversation, I mean, weird to touch back on England again, but Foden coming inside, playing more of the 10. I, I think Doku frees that up. You've mm-hmm. got reliable width, so you don't have to push Foden back out. You right. know, like, it, it's Pep doing Pep, yeah. I think, honestly. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of crazy. Is it me, or does Erling Holland scoring just become inevitable? It Like, in a I, game where he had a lot of opportunities and Areola kept fucking turning him away, you're just like... Okay, well, some days it just doesn't go in for yeah. a striker, except for this one. At mm-hmm. this point, you might as well do over under if he's going to at least score two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's insanity. It, it really is. And here's the funny thing: is in comparing them to what everybody else is doing so far, right? They're finding a way to win no matter what. Mm-hmm. Right? Where everybody else, it might be a draw here for for Arsenal or or a draw for Liverpool. Like, everybody else seems to be making those mistakes. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> you say to yourself, well, what about the head-to-head? I don't see Arsenal beating them. I don't see... I don't see, Now, United is, is its own set of mess, but, but United at home at Old Trafford can get at City. They have, and they have done it historically when City has gotten 100 points. Mm-hmm. You'll look at their one loss, United at fucking Trafford. I don't think there's any way in hell right now. I see no. nothing where this team will lose. Right. When they're going to lose, it's going to be to like a fucking Sheffield United or an Everton or a Wolves, and it'll be away, and it'll be this like one nothing that they owned ninety percent of the possession. Because I don't, I don't feel there's another invincible out there. I just think that that's a gone past. That's yeah, a time gone past. Like it's never gonna happen again. No, <clears throat> I feel like there's. They've got a loss in them. They've got a fall yeah, asleep at the wheel. Do. But right now, they don't. And no. this team typically starts slow. Mm-hmm. They don't start on. And I think we all need to be pretty fucking nervous yeah. that they're already fucking on. Yeah. <laughs> we had some injury time dramatics for a couple of home sides. Aston Villa 3, Crystal Palace 1. Tottenham 2, Shetfield 1. 
uh, Palace aggravated the hell out of Villa. I mm-hmm. mean, Mel, that must be, you were at the Dark Horse with uh, famed Crystal Palace so- supporter and your mother, uh, Jan, and that must have been just frustrating as shit to watch was, that first half. It was very frustrating because... So frustrating. So frustrating. <laughs> uh, and your mouth can explode. It I explodes. mean, if you're going to do the beer fest thing, you got to do it all. The bubble. Yeah. The bubble. The bubble. It's the bubble. Plus, since I drove, she was about <laughs> two or... So frustrating. So frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right, off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't had any 99 yet. No, never again. <laughs> never. Oh, the night's young, Mel. Come on. There's never some in the freezer. Again. Don't ever say <laughs> never. never. Don't don't challenge me. God damn. You know what comes of that. Uh, I mean, I think you should just split them between those two. <clears throat> okay. So, Mel, go ahead. Continue. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Villa fucking. Well, so, they didn't fuck in the first half. It was no. a dry. It was a lone Lauren Bober yeah. hand job. Smash, smashing it. <laughs> <laughs> got him coach got him there's a lot of gale the snail in the first half <laughs> i'm done we're back. I'm done. i can't we're back uh yeah mom was about three mimosas in and so she was getting quite lippy and i wasn't appreciating it mm-hmm. one bit and honestly palace only scored because emmy lost his footing Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's it. They capitalized on a mistake, which is the only way they were scoring, as we demonstrated in the second half of the game, where, uh, is that the dog? I was going to say yeah. the second half of the game. No, more like the 87th minute that yeah. Villa started fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's correct. Uh, <clears throat> we were we were free-balling at that point, dare I say. Um, I don't know if you boys saw it. There's a uh, picture that Mel put up in the... Oh, there's a video. Oh, there's... Oh, the, but, it's the three goal scorers, and um, uh, I did see this. Let's yeah. just say they're um, they're engorged. They're not even engorged. They're, they're just they're celebrating together. But um, they're just let's, happy. <laughs> there was a lot going on downstairs, yeah. and it was very noticeable through their white a shorts. A Brazilian, a Frenchman, and a Jamaican <laughs> all <laughs> score a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Dexter Saint Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Show title. <laughs> there you like go. Um, uh, in the chats, Villa had Whiskey Dick sobered up at the right time to get a good three pumps in, and well, you know, left with Mel's favorite, I saying. Yeah, very good. The um, uh, gentlemen, was that a penalty for you? Mm. Mm. Huh? Is, that, is that an answer? Mm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> interesting that it took him as it long was. as it did to look at that. Yeah. And it was funny that he came back and it was still a penalty because he called it a penalty on mm-hmm. the field. Normally they go to that screen. They're mm. Usually, yeah. It's getting, they're going to do the big old square and go, no, you know, yeah. that's normally what's coming. Um, <laughs> my, my thing for me is I feel it's a penalty because of the following. Yes, the defender got the ball. But he completely went through also, the yeah. man as well. And it it might not have been the hardest tackle, but at the end of the day, great. Unless you end up with full control of the ball. Yeah. This was, he knocked the ball away and then slid completely through the man. And it's, uh, and we'll get to yours later. I mean, it's yep. <laughs> so, soft, sure. But a penalty? Yeah. 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 You know, like you said it best. Yeah. 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 Um, hey, um, I, uh, I, because when it shows up, 
people commenting from the Facebook, the do you group? Uh-huh. I just says Facebook user, so I didn't know who <clears throat> to give credit to that line to. Uh-huh. Do you want to guess who the Villa Pumps line was? Uh, Taylor? No. No? Your co-host, Sam Graham. Uh, yes, Sam, I'm listening in and Jesus. sound checking y'all. Nikita was inside, fucking deep state, Daesh Manchurian candidate stuff. <laughs> the sad part is, Graham, we're barely going to talk about that because the game, <laughs> when we get it, it's specifically in Oh So That Happened because our game was fucking boring. Can I, okay. can I pitch an amendment to the show lineup? Sure, go ahead. I mean, we just kind of talked about it. Can we just fuck it? Um, It feels right Alan He doesn't live That far away I don't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) Are people scared Of Sam Graham No No I would not put it past him To get in his car And drive over here Um, And I tell tell you um, uh, Mel for you It's like That's when you gotta Win at home And I'm sure you're relieved But at the same time You're like God damn Why did Like it Why weren't we long. ever able to get out of first yeah, gear? That's got to be concerning. There's a lot of people concerned about Ollie Watkins and his inability to com- to uh, have full completion. Yeah, composure. Um, I think he may need to do some kegels, and that'll help him. I, honest, honestly, that's very it's very easy to fix. Your backup has come on now in multiple matches and has put a couple in the net. Yeah. You know what? If Ali has a few more weeks where he's not getting mm-hmm. it done, you put in Duran to start yeah. a fucking yeah. match. That's it's, oh, and so yeah. it's, it's very simple. Oh. That's competition, yep. right? Duran yep. made it look so <laughs> sexy. Your shot. team will get perfect to it later, example, but yeah. a perfect example is Colin Wilson's been coming off the bench, scoring motherfucking goals, mm-hmm. and Isaac's hasn't. Yep. So what happens? What fucking do you do? Switch it up. Switch it up. That'll definitely you'll be in the next few weeks. You can see Isaac mm-hmm. put a fucking couple in the net. Why? Because oh, yep. It's just that nice, That's how it is. simple yeah. reminder. It mm-hmm. just lets you yep. go, oh, I need to be a little more focused in. And it's not that he's missing those shots on the pitch because it's game time and he's nervous. He's probably not putting in the pinpoint accuracy and training and time mm-hmm. on the practice pitch. Yep. And that results in what you do on the Correct. main pitch. Yep. That's really it. what it comes mm-hmm. down to. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, Tottenham and Sheffield. Really, not a fucking lot to talk about. This first half was, in fact, the Saturday games. Funny, I do my live. I talk about how butt ass boring the entire games were for the first half, and then all of them yeah. were fucking barn burners in the fucking second. Yeah. <clears throat> Unlike Sunday, which gave us one goal, <sighs> one goal. Don't worry, your team will never score. It's okay. Fuck you. <laughs> Billion dollars gets you zero goals. Woo! Uh, the the thing in this match is it all comes down to again someone not starting. Yep, Richarlison, who was starting and not putting the ball in the net, comes on, gets a goal on the header, and then it gives up the assist for uh, Kulishevsky on a dandy of a fucking shot mm-hmm. from him. Now. All of that, though, which is interesting, happened in the 8th in the 11th minute of a 16 additional fucking minutes to a match. Yeah, that was, that was wild. <clears throat> I just fucking crazy. And even um, the coach, um, Heckenbottom for uh, Sheffield, later on, he aired laundry. He yeah. came with receipts. He was told that his keeper was in jeopardy of getting a second yellow card. And this is what he was told by the fourth official. He should just start hoofing it down the field. Weird. 
Yeah. I did not hear that. Yeah. yeah no, and he was that. not happy about that because he, he's like, part of the game is stalling. And yeah. I'm playing at Tottenham. I'm yeah. up one nothing. Yeah. I'm a relegation battling team. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm going to do. This is my strategy. Do, yeah. Right? And also the other funny thing is we've all seen the keeper get the yellow for stalling. They still stall the rest of the game, and they never. Mm-hmm. I, and it does not matter what team you are. It does not matter what level you play at. You never see that keeper may get a second yellow for doing something else stupid, mm-hmm. but it ain't for time-wasting. No. The minute he gets that one for time-wasting, he ain't never getting another one again. Yeah, of course. So it's just funny that that the <clears throat> officials the are flat official. out going, oh, yeah, we'll give him a second yellow. Oh, That's kinda, bullshit. Kind of fucked up, isn't it? Yeah. Um, now here's the other question, um, for you. Uh, uh, well, uh, sorry, real quick. Wanted to mention hammer, the Coventry city new signing for uh, Sheffield scores again. And it's another fucking peach, mm-hmm. an absolute peach of a goal. And looks like between him and Archer, like there's some signs of life yep. for, for this side, but also you got to start wondering for, for Sheffield. Heckenbottom was with the team when they went down. He was with the team the entire time when it took him two seasons to get back up. Do you think he might be on the leash? Do you think he could be the first guy axed? I, I mean, I think he's got to be on the short list, right? I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Unless Sheffield's comfortable just going back down again. Right. That's what I wonder, <laughs> you know, too. At some point in time, you got to cut your losses and yep. say, all right, we got to stay up. Like, uh, the, uh, the rumor, the rumor going around right now. Hey, Mel. An old tried and true favorite uh, for uh, for everybody. Good old, uh, apparently, Chris Wilder oh. might be fucking coming back to Sheffield. I thought you were about to be like Steve Bruce. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Allardyce. Rounding out the rest of the league. And oh, so that happened. Fulham won, Luton nil. Brighton three, Manchester United one. Newcastle one, Brentford nil. Chelsea nil. Bournemouth nil, Arsenal one, Everton nil, Burnley one, Nottingham Forest one. Uh, Viniscus off the bench gets the uh, goal for Fulham. <sighs> Where the fuck are the goals going to come for Fulham? They're in Saudi Arabia with Mitrovic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Vinny looks good though. He's 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 very good, but yeah they're a problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. I think that's really starting to become a big deal for Fulham and um, I think there's plenty of talent there I think they're perfectly able to be like a 12th place team but I keep thinking this team might be in the dog hunt for those those lad that last you know 17th uh, 18th place fucking spot like they don't figure out a way to start scoring goals soon especially with somebody like Silva who is an offensive minded Mm -hmm. coach (sighs) can't keep relying on the defense and Jared Leno standing on his head to get it done for you. Eventually that's going to catch up to you. Like, so I'll say the same thing for Everton. You can't keep expecting Pickford to fucking bail you out. Like at some point that shit's going to fucking come back to haunt you. It really will. Each of you, your first impressions of Luton being up in the league now. Mm, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's a fun story. They're not, and they're not awful from what I've seen. They just can't, they can't score. And yeah, they just, I don't think, they they look like a perfectly respectable championship team. 
Yeah. Uh, but they, uh, there's just nothing there for me to think that they're going to stay safe. Yeah. Uh, it's it. Yeah. I'm. I might sound ignorant, but I like the color orange. <laughs> <laughs> but no, aside from that, um, only only time I really got like true evidence of how they were was obviously I guess in the Chelsea match. Mm-hmm. But from that, of course, it, that was even somewhat of a tough three nil three nil win over them. But that was still like obviously bottom of the table, Premier League, mm-hmm. if maybe top half championship team, like uh, Alan mentioned, but. You're in the bottom half right now. You know what? All of last season. We got. I I only judge when it's ten matches in. <laughs> okay. Ten. Okay. Ten matches. Ten matches ten in, matches. and then we'll get into the very okay picky shit. Okay. That's good. I just want to make sure. That but at the same at the same you, time, though, like when you're talking about a bottom of the table club, I mean you're a bottom of the table club. <laughs> Wait till ten I'm, matches. I'm not saying that. <laughs> huh. Oh, hold on. Do we have a uh, special caller? This fucking asshole? Oh, hey, guys. Oh, great. Oh, sick. Show's going to run a fucking hour now. Awesome. (laughs) Going to run two and a half hours. It's very quick. I I just, I can't (laughs) believe we're going to let the opportunity go uh, without using some Duran Duran uh, song title puns because of the goal uh, at Villa. And I felt it was a missed trick, and I'm pretty sure we needed to let everyone know that Villa supporters aren't living in an ordinary world anymore. <laughs> and Duran was hungry like the wolf because Palace came undone. <laughs> and they saved the prayer for stoppage time. Okay? That's all I'm saying. And y'all missed the trick, and the quality of the pod definitely goes down when I'm not there, is all I'm saying. I don't, wow. like that. Oh, I don't think that's true. Okay, the suaveness well, here is if, different. If, if you're not going to take advantage of the low hanging fruit, then what are you doing? Well, uh, Graham, I, I would I would certainly say that maybe I was holding on to it for injury time when we talk about our fantasy team names because somebody definitely took advantage of that. But you know, you know that's okay. That's okay. So where would one find injury time, Sam, if they wanted to find it? It's actually quite easy. You need to stock the college fund for the new baby, actually. So if you can head over to www.patreon.com backslash football show and sign up for that one five dollar tier. I might be able to get one of my three kids a degree. Okay, well, that's good. Why don't you go back and do what you we knew you were already doing and watch a bunch of girls on film? <laughs> <laughs> why, why do we even let that guy call in, honestly? Because there's three of us. And I, I told Houston I was not going to solicit, but I would not turn down. <clears throat> yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> and, there, and there I gave him his own Durant yeah. reference. Yeah. <laughs> He, he said, "Brilliant!" <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. So, um, yeah. Moving on. Um, Brighton, Manchester United, absolute domination from fucking Brighton. Like this game was never in yeah. doubt. They were yeah, far and away the better fucking side. Yeah. Is anyone sold on Onana yet? Uh, what's that? Is anyone sold like Onana no. yet? No, I don't. know. You think he was just literally just a pickup just because he was a former IX player? Yeah, absolutely. And um, well, Ten Hag was like, "That's my guy." Right. Well, and here's here's the funny thing. I mean, if only the guy you got rid of didn't lead the league in fucking shutouts last yeah. season. Yeah. Like seriously. Yeah. The fact he's still not on a team is still kind of baffling to me. It's crazy. <clears throat> I mean, I know. Well, it's probably because he just wants too much fucking money. Yeah. Right. Definitely. He's being at Manchester United, he's probably looking at a club and going, "Yeah, I'll come and be your backup for two hundred and fifty fucking million a week." Yeah. 
or two hundred fifty thousand a week, and people are like, yeah, they're fuck like, no, you. not for a backup keeper. But. They're like, we pay our backup keeper keepers fucking forty thousand a week. Thank you. Yeah. That's you, you'll make a few million and be done with it. Shut well, up. Well, you hired a sweeper and gave him gloves. So, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's that's this that experiment. It is exactly what you said. I think he's he's an IX player. He was like, great, this is my guy. He plays the way I want him to play, and that that's not useful to them. I mean, kind of kind of a hot take, but same with Anthony too. Yeah. Even though I know he's a kind of a hot topic now mm, in this situation. A little problematic. Very. Yeah. Little, we would say he's a little Greenwoody is what I would say. But what really <laughs> ultimately happened to uh, to United was... Get my way downtown, walking fast. I'm a seagull. Go fuck yourself. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. They walked right in Old Trafford yeah. like a seagull in that video. Took the bag of chips and ran the motherfucking Yeah, out. man. <coughs> I was oh, sorry. I was in the uh, the other side room watching the Villa match, and I would get up and go look at the other scores. And every time I walked into the other room, I looked at the Man United guy, and I just laughed and walked <laughs> away. Um, here's one thing that a lot of people are kind of talking about is like, look at how great Deserbi is, right? And I'm mm. taking nothing away from him as a coach, but I think what we need to really be looking at is what a great fucking organization Brighton is. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. I'll be honest, they're great because because. Potter did great. Deserby's doing great. Yep. Mm, Trissard's gone. Fucking um, McAllister's gone. Mm-hmm. They just keep moving. They, yeah. The next fucking guy comes in. They're, you know, eh, we'll we'll find the next one. We're Wait. okay. Oh yeah, Sanchez. You don't want to be our goalie anymore. Great. We got. It. We'll find another. It's okay. We're I'm good. S- I'm so jealous that Billy is Billy Gilmore is just driving over there. Right. Yeah. Like he is crazy. so phenomenal over there right now. It's system. It's yep. system. It's, it's an incredible right. system. It's an incredible recruiting system. Mm-hmm. They find people gems for nothing. Matomo costs five fucking million dollars. Yeah. Best dribbler in the world. Right now. Yeah. Five fucking million dollars. It's insanity. And then you turn and you look at what United has spent. And you keep saying, it's like, okay, well, it's it's this piece. It's this piece. Like, oh, you had to get rid of Pogba. Oh, you got to get rid of Ronaldo. And, oh, it's this coach. Mourinho's too much. Or... You know, oops, uh, the gym teacher, fucking uh, Gunner, is too fucking. Ole Gunner Solshire is, is too fucking is is too fucking nice and doesn't have yeah. a killer like, and all these things. And the one thing that's constant is this team has done fuck all since Sir Alex left. Yep, and I think that also comes down to organization. Yeah, like there's a reason why United supporters want the Glazers out. They're just. They're only concerned about making money off of fucking shirt sales yep. and getting all the people around the world to wear a United jersey. They do not care one yeah. bit, it seems, about the success of the club. Yeah, I mean, let let Americans buy English football clubs at your peril uh, <laughs> because that's that's what it is, right? <sighs> uh, unfortunately. <laughs> um, well, you guys are spending more than you're making right now, so... You know, it is um, what it is. And we're about to have Americans buy ours. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hers is American-owned. But, you know, you know, the good thing for us is uh, our owners don't fucking kill people. That's fair. Well, <laughs> they do, just in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite as overt. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. But no, you're right, man. Brighton is the system. I mean, look, we st- shit, we stole their head of recruitment when, mm-hmm. when we got bought. And yep. it's... I've, I've been fine with our recruitment since it is very much an organization and a system there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, for for both of you guys, as we're talking about Manchester United, I need you to both kind of 
take off your hater caps, right? Because we all fucking hate United. This is, we all enjoy this. It is funny. We love it. You need to take off that and just look at this club as a whole because it's not like they don't have the resources to do it. And it's not like they don't have the talent, right? Mm. And yeah, they're suffering from injuries, but when you're a big six club next man up, mm -hmm. you should have you should have a team full of subs that are good enough to start for any other club. So Alan, first to you, what is fucking wrong there? I, I think it's still a mentality thing. And it starts from the top, it starts at ownership and works its way down. It's, it's, I think it's been the same since Sir Alex left. It's, for me, it's always been entitlement. Man United just expect to be at the Champions League table. They expect to be a top three, four team. They expect to win trophies. And this league has spread out. The money has spread out. Brighton. Yeah. Like, Brighton just walked in. It yeah. wasn't Liverpool. It wasn't Chelsea. It wasn't Arsenal. It, w it was Brighton. Yeah. And that's yeah. not a knock to Brighton. But for Man United, they, they looked at that game and said, not a problem. Three, three of the teams in Europe this year. Yep. Villa, an old storied club. Mm -hmm. Newcastle, an old storied club. But both of those clubs have had an influx of cash. Maybe not as much as yours yeah. has had. But, and, and Brighton, a system. Yep. And you have teams like Tottenham and Chelsea that aren't fucking playing in Europe this nope, year. Yeah. Like they're not. They're not playing at all in Europe this year because everybody else done caught up. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these teams, they don't always have to sell until it's like stupid fuck you, $140, 150000000 million fucking deals. Yep. And a lot of these players aren't necessarily interested in leaving. Their heads aren't getting as turned as easy right. anymore, it seems as well. Hiram, your thoughts of uh, being a Chelsea supporter and just having a, a natural hatred. I mean, this is just one of your longtime rivals as far as the history of the Prem goes. It was always Arsenal, Chelsea, and Manchester United always battling for those early titles because right. Liverpool's only won one the same amount as Blackburn and Leicester. Just wanted to say that. Please, ah. um, Hiram, your, your thoughts on United. Well, First, fuck Mason Mount. Uh, <laughs> second, no, it's back to what you said earlier. Like, it's the lack of organization. Like, the fact that one of their players having a fallout with the coaches and then they're still, like, not having – I guess they're not in the right mental capacity at the moment, but they're still not even seen as, like, someone who's seen at that top level. But, it go, like you said, even as well, like, the entitlement that they have because yeah. they're expected to, like, of course, just walk in and just be a – pretty much the shit when in reality they're just playing like dog shit yep and when you have let's let's be honest though they obviously have like the clear top talent uh aside from bruno fernandez that bitch can go fuck off anywhere <laughs> <laughs> if, if ever there was a man with a punchable face yeah oh my gosh uh they definitely have the talent there but they clearly like the organization uh ten hogs definitely had it from last season but there it was also a structure already built in place for him for that mm -hmm. now he's pretty much bringing his own identity and with that there's fallouts there's lack of play you have probably a whole myriad of, of players injured right now you have johnny evans and harry mcguire <laughs> as your two center backs at one point in a yeah. major major rivalry match with arsenal i mean jesus mm -hmm. and let alone you have basically two of your attacking attacking players one 
out for legal issues for uh, doing some dumb shit and another one who's pretty much just like having fallen out just because he's seen it's not training the right way or right. not playing the way he should but at the same time you have to <laughs> call a spade a spade it is still entitlement he expects to get that starting role because right. when let's be real when he first came in what two seasons ago or something yeah. like that mm-hmm. he was expected to be that guy that is until Ronaldo of course came in and yeah. fought that over but right. he was expected to be like that next man up be the next star alongside Rashford like him and Rashford taking United back to the glory days but it's really nothing. It's more of mm-hmm. the same old shit. It seems to be the only player with any consistency in that lineup is uh, obviously the veteran players like Casemiro and uh, Erickson know what they're doing, but yeah. really the only glimmer of hope in that side seems to be Rashford. Yeah. It really seems to be it. It's the only guy who seems to show up every single day and bleed on the fucking field he, for that patch. He is the only one that shows the more passion for not only the sport, but for the club itself. Like, of course, United Academy player. He came literally from like the ground up, and he's literally the man that you want to put your uh, poster on. So it's fair to say that Rashford is des- desperately their best player, regardless of mm-hmm. like everything else is going on with the team. But at the same time, like that's all they have. Aside, yeah. from, of course, like Ericsson and Casemiro, but you can't really just rely on just those three. You need like a whole system, a <laughs> unit. Like a Brighton, like a Newcastle, or anything like that. Yeah, and uh, that ended the ten o'clock games, and then all the goals stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bees were certainly pesky, and uh, they they proved a good opponent yeah. to uh, Newcastle. I think there's still concerns for Newcastle about getting the ball in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. It was a soft pen, but at the end of the day, it was a fucking pen. Yeah, and. Gordon knew exactly what he was doing. Yep. He put himself right in the right spot, and he went down. You could tell Gordon really wasn't trying to play the ball or trying to cut around the keeper yeah. or trying to go at net, but he knew the keeper went on his knees, and he mm-hmm. was like, there's my chance. Get in front of him and get the Just foul, right and it, yep. it fucking worked. And We'll take it. What is it? <laughs> hey, Callum Wilson. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ha. <laughs> but no, uh, it, they were pesky. They are very organized. Very organized. Well organized. They're shite, but they're organized. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I, th- we still got issues. We're still figuring it out. The midfield's a problem. I think Longstaff being back in mm-hmm. sort of settled it all down. Right. But we shouldn't. Longstaff shouldn't be our six. Right. Uh, Longstaff with, shouldn't be shouldn't not be with the Bruno, answer. Not with Bruno and Tonali on the on the roster. Yeah. So I think it's it's getting them them figured out. Mm-hmm. Still figuring out the midfield. You're right. Isak pulled Wilson in. I think that was great. Yeah. It, it really just, was. It just changed it, really it up. And it was even uh pulling uh, Joe Linton as well, who had well, a was really oh, I mean yeah. he had a really great year last year, but he's off to kind of a slow start this season. Yeah. The midfield's the midfield's still figuring it out. I think yeah. uh, last year we were entrenched with a certain midfield, those three, four guys kind of rotated out and stayed that way, and now you've totally up turned it upside down. Uh, so they're yeah, growing pains. It is what it is, but we'll we'll be okay. Well, maybe we'll, maybe, maybe we'll figure it out at the San Siro on Tuesday. You didn't lose. <laughs> uh, well, I know this much. All the fucking Jordies were singing in the fucking rain in uh, Italy today. Oh yeah, oh, they were they were already there. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Note Newcastle shot glass too. I appreciate it. You've had you've had Malort before. With yeah, us, haven't you? I've been here more than once, <laughs> unfortunately. Remember, what, he's the one that dubbed it old Mike Ashling. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And if you remember, uh, when <laughs> we this first began, we fucking sucked. Uh, yeah. So every time I was here, I had one. Oh, yeah, and it fucking it was awful. It's still well, awful. We we it's a little less awful. We typically would refer to uh, Newcastle as the dumpster fire. 
That was just there. Yeah, we were just the leaving fucking, Newcastle. Where's, where's, like, where's, the, fire. where's the Dortz Direct? <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. The Sports Direct mug. <laughs> it's it's a couple losers, but you know what uh, I don't have to put in this week? My bet, because my bet fucking won. Nice. So the Cherries <laughs> and Chelsea played a professional football match. They did. In the English Premier League this weekend. Some, some might call it that. And now on to Arsenal at Everton. No, wow. Just kidding, just kidding. We got to talk about it a little bit. We got a Chelsea supporter in the room, of course. Um, <laughs> you know what? The the Cherries, especially coming down towards the end, looked the more convincing side. Like, the first half was definitely yeah. all Chelsea, but coming down the yeah. stretch, if anybody was going to nip one, it felt like the yep. Cherries were going to be the team to fucking do it. 100%. I, I am so glad Sanchez stepped in. And just play played a decent enough game to of course keep us clean. Mm-hmm. But of course the defense could have been better. The obviously attacking could have been better. But I don't know. It's it's hard to say. But at the same time, it's you got to be real with yourself and realize that like we have all the opportunities there for us. Like it was clear as day. Like we had I think six goals on target out of eighteen shots or something like that. Mm-hmm. Most of them could have easily gone in, but. The cherries who literally like had a fucking brick wall in front of the goal, mm-hmm. and there was one goal in particular. I think it was when Mudrik was coming down the side and he dished it off to Gallagher, and I thought that was the one that was going to go in at least give yeah. us that advantage, but clearly not because I guess he tried to take an extra touch to, of course, evade the defense, but it still wasn't enough. A chill needs to fucking start and play every fucking minute. Like, why the fuck did you have him coming out in as a sub? Like, he's one of the few things that can break down when a team packs it in because he has the ability to put off good crosses, but he also runs the flank, which will spread open a defense instead of a team full of guys who all want to play through the middle, which is what it seems like you guys are right now. And that's the issue that I have with, like, the one, the formation, because, like, I saw the uh, game firsthand during the preseason where Mm. it was clear as day, 4-2-3-1. Now we're going with a three four two one inverted, where it's like we still have like that wing back, but he comes into a winger, and then our left center back turns to a left back. It's basically like an inverted four two three one still, but yeah. at the same time, like you said, everyone plays central. Like we're not like widening out the play at all. Like it's everything just either playing through the wing backs, going straight to uh, well, Connor, or because you have fast fucking players too. Like yeah, yeah but some of them are the injured. Game out. <laughs> some of them are injured, but at the same time. I don't know why we have we're playing the way we are, let alone having Enzo playing at the attack. Even though I would want to push up, but as a box to box rather than an actual attacking mid, though. Right. Like that's my only issue that we have with that. Yeah. Because you clearly could put in Mudrik right there. He'll fit in pretty much do tiki tackle with Jackson or Sterling if he plays out to the wing. But he always going to go out to the far side. He rarely goes inside by itself. Um, you've always had someone to quarterback the middle, be yeah. it Conte, Kovacic, mm-hmm. or uh, even Jorginho. Feels like you don't really have that quarterback anymore. It's that's why I thought it would have been Enzo. Yeah, but again, like I don't know if it's because we had pressure of like signing too many players, like which right. we clearly did again. Uh, well, or, if it's going to be Enzo, he's got to be deeper. He can't. Yeah. He cannot be all the way up like he is. Like you. That the, the beauty of that quarterback is they, they're the defensive holding midfield. They just sit yeah. back and they do what Declan Rice does. Yep. You know, like that's what you do. Yeah. And it just, uh, it's frustrating to watch. I'm sorry for cutting you off there. Oh, no, you're fine. Cause like it's, 
the way I would see it is obviously you need to have Connor and Enzo there, or Enzo and Consado there. At least one of those two uh, duos play uh, Enzo up, but not like too far up where he's of course being that attack, but still mm-hmm. playing like that deep line playmaker. And but you still have Consado being like that third man in the middle where you still have your two center backs or whatever. Essentially, still doing the four two three one, which I thought would be our technique because that's how Posh typically runs his uh, teams and everything. Mm-hmm. But again, like I don't know if we're still trying to find our footing because we're still in early days of this brand new squad. Like, if you look at it, we still only have like what two, maybe three players from the uh, Champions League uh, right, final. Right. So it's really a whole new squad that's still trying to gel together. Yeah, I mean, it's I think it's new squad, new coach again. Yeah. And not it's 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 almost like I hate to. It's almost the cop out, right? But it's a spoil. You're spoiled for riches. Like no, it is. You don't know, you don't know where to go. It's like you ever you ever played a season of FIFA and you got the fucking the, the team mm-hmm. takeover and bought yeah. everybody you wanted and there was like fuck, homeboy's mad because I haven't played him in six games. Right. Like, that's that's where you're kind of at. Yeah. And you just it's you've got to figure it out. I, I think you guys are also in the same boat. You got to find the six that kind of dictates the midfield. Yeah. Enzo probably should be it. He definitely honestly. is that person. Uh, right. You know what I mean? It's so uh, I think it's just a lot of growing pains, but you compound those growing pains when you start injecting hundred million dollar players that have to see the pitch, whether you like it or not. And you, you've put a manager in a position to force things Yeah, and it's just not working. So moving on, Arsenal do something they haven't done at Goodison Park in five fucking years, which was get a win. Yeah. Sure as fuck wasn't impressive, though. Not at all. Um, It, it was, they had at one point 80% uh, possession to 20% and barely putting anything on target. Mm-hmm. Everton and Dice seemed perfectly fine to just be like, fine, you want to fucking pass it around the middle of the field? Go right the fuck ahead. Um, And uh, what Graham was yipping and yapping about before that Mel had put up is... um. He was very convinced that uh, Nketiah was not offsides for uh, Martinelli's goal. He was in an offside position. Mm. He ran into an onside position. Their player played the ball. He did touch one of our players, but our player did not directly play it to him, which makes it an inadvertent touch. Hence offsides. Graham is very angered by this. (laughs) Well, I mean, they could have just scored more than one goal, and it would be a fucking moot point. <laughs> I mean, it took it took a it took a very special goal from Trissard, honestly. Yeah. Although you could see just from watching the match, they were playing a lot of short corners, mm-hmm. and Everton did not have an answer to no. those short corners, and you knew it was only a matter of time before they would get the passes around to get the right shot off. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm gonna have obviously my own opinions, but uh, you guys being outsiders looking in. Now that Everton has gotten through the transfer window, they brought in more people. Your thoughts? I mean, is this team going down, or do you think this is a team that can figure out a way? You want to go first? No, I'll go ahead. <laughs> you say it. If you think they're going down, say it. You have a chance to be mid-table at best, for sure. <clears throat> uh, I think with... How can I put this? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Directly is how yeah, you can play. Yeah, yeah, don't hold anything back. That's not how this show right? works, man. I don't so, give a shit. Here, I let, would definitely say. Let me help you. Championship <laughs> corner. Thanks, Mom. I appreciate falling, it. And I can get up. Oh, no. The support and love of a good woman Hilarious. is all you really need. That's so funny. I definitely That's say so you guys will be safe again. Yeah. Uh, I can see 15th for you guys for yeah. sure. 
Yeah. Uh, Alan, your thoughts? Yeah, I'd have to. I think you'll. There are three worse teams than you, and that's and that I've. I'll be the dickhead, and I'm sorry. That's all I can really give. You. <laughs> no, it's like, fine. I, I'm okay with that. There are three um, worse teams than you. Uh, I think you'll be okay, but ugh. they got to start getting wins soon. Yeah, and the schedule becomes favorable. They go to Brentford, which is the, probably a loss, but they have gotten points or at, at least Brentford a draw. Before. Like get get right. a point. And then it's Luton at home and Bournemouth at home. If you don't walk away with points. six fucking yeah. points in those two matches, then now you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. But you know what? You don't have to rely on Calvert-Lewin being healthy. Beto can do a job, and he's got a motor, and he's a, he's exactly what Dyche wants out of a forward. Yeah. Danjuma's decent, and you've got Harrison coming in on the loan, getting healthy, and, and, and then you've got McNeil. Like, there's pieces. Now, this defense is not as good as it once was. No. No, definitely not. I mean, thank God Branthwaite's playing and not fucking yeah. Mickey Keggers because he's a fucking statue out there. Absolutely. I would say, I think talent-wise, you you guys don't concern me. Dice concerns me. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's that's a that's a fair can point he, to be can made. Can he, over the long haul, make sure you guys stay up? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's something he did until he didn't. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and the last coaching job he did, mm -hmm. the last season he coached, he didn't until he came here you know so you have to wonder if that that's in the back of your head yep finally uh burnley finally gets on the board with a point uh denied a late goal on a uh, i mean i don't necessarily really think i mean the way that they make up the rules anymore for a fucking handball yeah. who fucking knows but it didn't feel intentional and unfortunately ends up being a handball and yes mel you're looking around all confused did i miss you doing your shot oh you did how about that <laughs> thank you Hey, because I did. Hey, allow allow me allow me to say the following then. Good fucking producing for once. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm it, looking at my notes to go Burnley. It finally started tasting. Stop tasting like poop. <laughs> 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 the worst part is I had to drink this very good bourbon over top of it. Well, <laughs> uh, as Alex Jones once said, somebody somebody send me send me a bucket of poop. <laughs> <laughs> Right, now you may talk about Burnley. <laughs> uh, kind of tastes like Burnley. <laughs> uh, Burnley, uh, I, I, I mean, who knows what the rule of a handball is anymore? So sure, yeah. I guess it's a handball. Um, but then Lyle Foster boneheadedly just throws an elbow into Yates and ends up getting mm -hmm. the red card. And it was like, you always knew Forrest is great at the city ground. But yeah. Burnley probably the better side. Burnley probably deserved three today. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, it was it was it oh, it, it was of it was actually a very entertaining game to watch. Like for for being what would be you know not March matchup on yeah. a Monday night football night. I I've had this discussion with you. I'll have the same discussion with you, Hiram. It's like for Burnley, are you okay if you go right back down as long as you keep doing what you're doing? which is you live and die by the system you have with Vincent Company, which is not 11 behind the ball, not the old dice way of doing things. Like, we're going to play out of the back. We're going to play attractive ball. And if we get bit in the ass, we get bit in the ass. I think, of course, with his influence with Pep, obviously. Right. Um, I think you might as well just stick to what you, what you know best and just <clears throat> keep going to the wheels fall off. Obviously, I think... Yeah. I think he'll be safe, and there should be no reason for him to be sad. Of course, he would be. It 
does seem like he would just because he brought up a team from championship to prim and, and did not performing the way you expected not everyone's gonna jump into that high level and expect they're gonna be right like uh i guess like a fulham like last season and they haven't looked terrible no that's the thing they haven't looked terrible no not at all it's attractive style like they they played city pretty fucking well to lose to them three nil they played them real fucking well a lot better than a lot of other teams have that's for damn sure yeah i mean if it gives me i mean this is a hokey (laughs) reference right but it gives me shades of ted lasso right it's like Mm -hmm. you guys are professional footballers you understand the fucking concept let's get out there we'll drill it and we'll try it yeah and it's either gonna work or it's not we're gonna get our heads kicked in or or we're gonna actually scare some people and surprise some people and i think you're right i think they will be safe i think there might there might be three teams and if they start putting some goals in a little momentum helps them but yeah, ride it out, man. Fuck they, it. What are you gonna park the bus win. for? They gotta get that win. Yeah. That's what it really. You don't know. Happens. You don't know how to park the bus. You've been trained to do this. Go do what you do. Mm. So uh, I mean, the good thing is, is also they have a new ownership group, and the great thing is that they have had this long, long lasting Burnley fan. He never liked Chelsea ever, and JJ Watt. Sure money. So uh, <laughs> this time Mel gets to read everything because normally. All the stuff I read last week was on my phone, so I can't use my phone because I'm looking in my phone right now to look at all of your beautiful faces that I can't see in the internet. Hi, people. <laughs> but allow uh, me to go ahead and go first. I'm like, I didn't know. Did that mean I had to actually start the segment? Villa, Fulham, and Newcastle all fucked, baby. And that means I am back in the black, baby, at plus $89. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. Hiram, I'm not sure if you knew this, but 25% of the time, it works 100% of the time, <laughs> baby! I'm back! <laughs> Woohoo! Um, this week, I am playing a parlay of two over-unders, so I'm not picking a victor. I'm just picking goal output. Okay. So I am taking the under in the Chelsea hosting Villa match at two and a half. So I'm taking under two and a half goals, so less than three. Chelsea Villa, that sounds right. <clears throat> I'll be honest, that's, I think, that sounds off. I think it's one nothing or one one. Can you take under one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Villa's capable of scoring at least yeah, a goal. Yeah, I was gonna say. You know, cause Villa can actually score, you know, on, on like Chelsea um, for two games in a row now. Um, oh, God. And uh, I am taking the over two and a half goals as Newcastle travels to Sheffield. I think this game's got two one three one written all over it. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I think you guys will give up one in their building. I think they're feeling the pressure. Yeah, and I think you guys will figure I out a way we'll to score to two and, and, yeah. and win. So that's uh, my bet. And that is for I didn't write it down, but it was for a plus two eighty nine. So that's what I went for okay. on mine. Um, Mel, do we have uh, Pat joining us today, or do we no. just have an email for him? No. If I'm going to have to read all of this, I just gave the chicken part to Hiram. Uh-oh. Oh, very <laughs> good. The trick is, Hiram, you can't read it until you start doing it. Yep, you're not allowed to, You have to read it cold. Oh, God. All these little fuck-ups in the feature. <laughs> yeah, well, unlike Mel, who's an excellent cold reader. And now, it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Ahem. <clears throat> Hello all that are currently listening, your neighborhood degenerate gambler is here for another great segment. I like hit Snoop on a blunt last weekend, and I'm currently up $20 on the year. So this weekend, there's only one match that matters, and that's the one I'm going to place a bet on, Arsenal versus 
Tottenham! Yep. It's all caps. I'm yes. assuming that was the <clears throat> delivery. Will be and my he doesn't only say wager. Tottenham. He says Tottenham. I love <laughs> it. Which I love. I love it. And uh, if, uh, you know, Mr. Graham wants to take me up on a side $20, I'm willing to do that as well. So I found a great bet on FanDuel. Correct score combination. Tottenham to win by 2-1 to one or 3-1 to one or 4-1 to one plus 900, son. There we go. I'm doing my own tat. I don't yeah, know I what know it's you become. Are. I'm good with it. So at 120, that pays off at $1,020. Now, if you have an awesome week, and uh, I'll talk to one winner and one loser next Monday. A P.S. I think Everton's going to get their first win this weekend. So peace. There we go. P.P.S. So I played golf today and drank smashes all day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's going on with you guys? So, um, Pat, uh, for context for you guys, uh, I grew up with Pat in my neighborhood and, uh, Pat, fuck great dude. And, um, he, he works in the, in the industry as well. He, uh, does delivery and stuff for, for a competing distribution house. Gotcha. And, um, he is like this very unassuming kind of guy when you're like, like just, you know, Pat's Pat, right? He's kind of normal guy. He growing up was like a sneaky fucking good pitcher, Damn. like little scrawny kid that could fucking just throw heat like nasty. And you're like, you are way too small to be like just fucking slinging. <laughs> and then because his dad was a big golfer, he started golfing at a young age uh. and he's a fucking just stellar fucking golfer <laughs> and might actually like betting on a game or two. <laughs> he's he's in his heaven right now because it's, you know, obviously you're coming up to baseball postseason, mm. college football at the start of the year, and the NFL that the boy is literally every Saturday and Sunday just in front of his TV with like a 30-pack. And, and, and app in hand just betting away. It's fucking great. Uh, why don't you tell us how um, Mr. Graham right. uh, had to say. All right, now i got to do the Graham voice. <clears throat> <clears throat> Cut down like a tree in its prime. My grand voice sounds like my bad voice. Uh, yeah, you, you're, you're doing great. Keep it going. Uh, cut down like a tree in its prime before us today. Last chance to remain in the black. Up 14. Villa over Chelsea. What? Time. Real quick. Just want to let it be noted. <laughs> Graham plus 14. Pat plus 20. Who? Me. Top of the fucking table right now, bitches. Nice. <laughs> Woo! I like it. Uh, up just $14. So uh, I'm going to take Villa over Chelsea, Newcastle over Sheffield United, and two double chances. Bulls over Luton or a draw, and Palace over Fulham or a draw, and that'll pay eight seventy two dollars on a $100 bet. There he is, already going for broke, just going to keep going down the Parlays hole. on parlays on parlays. <laughs> hey, but guess what? Mm -hmm. Oh, we have a chicken. <laughs> All right. Yeah, all right. There you go. All right. First, I'm doing it. You're already fucking it up. No, no. Worry, you're good. Uh, so we're all staring at you. Sorry, just know that. Yep. All right. Uh, Burnley ruined Kitty's bet along with Grams, and now he she is at two two this week. I gave Kitty Luttontown welcoming Wolverhampton. Kitty showed me a picture of her and Colin Solomon enjoying a Vesper martinis. Uh, besides Ooh, being for martinis, that mm -hmm. sounds lovely. It does. Besides being on multiple James Bond films, Colin is also a big Hatter supporter, so she is taking on Lutton to win on their first Premier League match. Please remember to gamble legally and responsibly. It's okay to take a breath while you're by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm going full auctioneer style. <laughs> Which, by the way, side note, 
I saw that happen in person. That shit is fucking phenomenal. It's incredible. Yeah. It is. Oh my gosh. I'm over here cho- like choking myself. Like, how did he not just. How? <laughs> He's literally like just spitting everything out and then snow's single. Uh, I can't speak. See? Uh-huh. Wow. Even the thought of an auctioneer up. just fucked He's him up. He's verklempt. That's why I'm just sitting here looking at him and just letting him hang himself just slowly <laughs> but surely. It's fucking brilliant. Uh, Excellent. I told Excellent you I'm dying. I'm dying, but I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, old ass man. Well All right. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Uh, gentlemen, first um, to Alan. Uh, any parting words? Anything uh, special going on? Um, I might pull my hair out tomorrow. Um, if mm-hmm. you, if you see me freaking the fuck out around like one o'clock, two o'clock, you just know mm-hmm. something bad <clears throat> is happening in Milan. Job um, knows you ain't selling nothing tomorrow, right? No, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, uh, that there's something on the calendar. It's it's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna be around for that. It's it's it's. Um, I'll I'll be available by email tomorrow. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, Te- shoot me a text. Be at the Abbey. Yeah. Uh, nah, we haven't decided yet. We we might kind of just want to watch it at home. Yeah, just, I'm sure there's a lot of nerves going just, on. Yeah, for you guys. like I just don't want to. Cause like I I don't sit down. You've seen me yeah. at the bar. I don't, I walk and I pace and yeah. like yeah. I, I might just want to be home. Might want to be home for that one. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go out. We'll go out for Dortmund or something. Let, let, <laughs> let, let your wife do like what uh, my wife did for me last year as we were playing in that final match against Bournemouth, where she's just sitting behind me the whole time, just rubbing my back, going, "Don't fucking die, fat man. Well, the pro- don't the, fucking die." The problem is it'll be both of us rubbing each other's backs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Us, like, true. She's a magpie she, as well. She is. Just, uh, do the Bobert. <laughs> you hear that, babe? Mash it. I just need you to mash it for me tomorrow. Mid game, please. Uh, I think mash it's going to have to be the show title. It might be. Yeah, it was. I mean, although I thought, what was it? The St. Jock was pretty uh, Dexter St. Jock? Yeah. That was pretty fucking great. Some <laughs> obscure Eddie Murphy jokes. <laughs> uh, ding, mics are on. That's, that's correct. But, uh, Hiram, real quick, um, besides any, you know, anything else you'd like to plug as well, how's everything going with the uh, Annapolis Blues since we got you back in studio again? Uh, it is going very interesting. Now that the season is completely over, we are doing nothing but just local events. So just promotes the community as well. Uh, making sure you guys are getting up to date. Uh, make sure you do get season tickets, though. Uh, yeah. We're still selling that. Uh, you'll get free jersey, uh, free scarf as well. <laughs> Uh, and also a bunch of added bonuses with that. So definitely go check us out for that. Free Jersey. What a good deal. Tell yeah. you what, middle of middle of July, it's pretty much the entire month of July. <laughs> uh, uh, all of June in the first week of July will uh, be games because they can't play any games at, yeah. at home in May because yeah. obviously the academy's kind of mm-hmm. busy. But um, it's only 100 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. And then your boy is out in the parking lot with nice. the Bay Boys. Yeah, I might have to come. You might, might have to come, have to come hang out. Yeah. yeah. The tickets are one twenty now. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Blue looks good on me. Uh, whatever. <laughs> they went one, up. Oh, it's still it's fucking. Still a great deal. It's, it's a good deal. I believe it. Can I throw up a canopy while I'm in the seat? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, we do all that shit. Man. Yeah. Well, no, actually, in the stadium, yeah. it's um in the stadium we're on the shaded side. Oh. Yeah. yeah. They, they designed that. I was just say July July footy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we just sit out in the parking lot and get like really what's well, some annihilated proper drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda it won't walks matter. around with pudding shots and jello shots. Yeah, just hanging yeah. around the mayor. Yeah, yeah. 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 with the mayor. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm yeah. in. 
Count me pretty fucking great. in. Pretty oh, great. Yeah. yeah it's it's, it's love, so love far it. away, but I'm coming. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> awesome. Well, you're just going to have to get the wife to be driving your ass home. That's all. Yeah, she doesn't drink. And, so. and, I, do that, bring, and I do bring a bag of whiskey for every single tailgate. You hear that, babe? Two things. Mash it. And second thing, <laughs> we're going to go sit in the sun while I get drunk and you don't. <laughs> there we go. Uh, anything else you want to uh, promote, talk about, any of that good stuff? Any assholes out there in the uh, world of football today or anything? Any assholes? I already talked about Bruno. I already talked about Mason. Let's see. Uh, uh, Anthony's got a little bit of an image issue right now as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, no, nah, fuck it. I might as well do it here. Uh, I also have another show. Uh, podcast. There we go. <laughs> uh, it's just a personal project I do with myself and a couple friends. Just a couple young 20-year-olds talking shit. Same random stuff, you know, young kid shit. Me too. Uh, <laughs> but if you guys want to hear uh, anything, uh, 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 Alan, you're not. I'm young. not. I'm not in my twenties. <laughs> We're in our thirties. <laughs> we've but, got we've got all four decades right here. Yeah, twenties, thirties, forties, and oh, yeah, fifties. I know. It's actually probably less sad that you do it than that I do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we just talk about random shit, uh, pop culture stuff things at training so just find us uh shows called it really be like that definitely check us out we just did it oh i just did our season finale uh this past couple weeks ago so definitely check this out and we'll be back with season four or maybe continue season three soon but we'll let you know uh, my old ass listens to it and it's a fantastic nice. show i Thank mean you. uh even though i don't understand 90% of the shit they're talking about. It will be a I lot of shit house reviews. I don't know. I'm I'm fucking boomer apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um all right everybody. Uh next up is going to be injury time where we chat about our fantasy. Uh the beers we were drinking, which is very simple. It's fucking ice house because mm-hmm. Graham's not here and Mel's right. uh, a touch under the weather, so she's not having a beer this evening. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. drinking the fabulous Canada <clears throat> Dry. Mm. And she's she's had a bunch of my whiskey Vintage. too, so as well. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, um, we're also going to uh, do the EFL show where we catch up on the rest of the league as well. But should somebody want to find injury time, Mel, how do they go about doing it? Well, you find us on patreon.com backslash do football show. But honestly, the easiest way to do is just scroll down and find the link. It's right there. Could not be easier. Five dollars a month keeps this pirate ship afloat. And let's just bring extra content into your ear holes. And if you want the flyest drip, go to the DU Drip Shack yep. for all your DU football needs. Until next week, everybody. Bye. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great day, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord, but straight in shorts. Sam Graham, hey. Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button!